0: I'm Alicia Bingham, and this is Proactive Thoughts, episode 37, Forgiveness, Trust, and Peace with My Husband's Pornography Use. Did you know that you can live the life you want simply by being proactive with your thoughts? My name is Alicia Bingham. I'm a life coach, a mental health advocate, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you come with me, I can show you how. Hey everyone, this is the final episode of the mini series on pornography. So if you skipped to this one, make sure you go and listen to the others as well. Now, whether pornography touches you, your life personally or not, it's really important for us to talk about it more openly to decrease the shame and hiding that tends to surround it. This is why I feel so strongly about putting this mini series together. If your spouse has struggled or still struggles with pornography, please know that you're not alone. There are likely many more people in the world and in your community that struggle with this than you know, and today, this episode is for you. I'll be sharing my personal experience with my husband's pornography use, including how I forgave him, decided to trust him again, and gave myself the gift of peace of mind surrounding it all. Now, before I get into my own experience, I want to remind you all of my current offer to get a free mini session. So if you haven't yet, go sign up for a free 30 minute time slot where we talk about your life and how you can improve it in ways that matter to you. Head to binghamcoaching.com to sign up for your free session. All right, let's dive in. If you listened to the previous episode, um, you'll hear more of the background of this story. So today I want to focus on my response when my husband confessed most recently, which was August of 2021. Now, I remember my heart racing when he told me, but I was able to keep my emotions in check, so to speak. I was outwardly calm and focused on having compassion for him in the moment. I was able to show up with love and compassion, which I think was vital to our success. It helped him feel that I was a safe place for him to share this difficult thing with, especially if he relapsed. The next day, however, I was a mess. I remember being so emotional, going through all these thoughts and feelings in a whirlwind. It felt like I felt betrayed. I felt blindsided. I felt like I couldn't trust him anymore. How was it possible for him to hide it for seven years? How did I not see any signs that it was happening behind my back? Of course, there were signs. I just wrote them off in my mind. And it's not that I turned a blind eye and ignored what was happening in front of me, but I had made a decision the first time he told me about it happening. I decided to trust him, trust that he would tell me if he relapsed and trust the things we had set up to prevent it happening again. So when things happened that were questionable, like him leaving the bed when I said no to sex, the thought crossed my mind that he might relapse, but I reminded myself that I had decided to trust him. Fear had no place in my relationship with my husband and it still doesn't to this day. That's a a decision that I had to make again. It's something I remind myself of if the thoughts ever cross my mind that he might relapse. What I didn't count on, however, was how the shame surrounding pornography drives even the best of men into hiding. People can be really good at hiding things if they want to. He didn't feel it was a good time to tell me when I was going through a pretty severe depression, and so he pretended. When I found out that he was struggling with it again and that he didn't tell me about it for seven years, I was angry. I was hurt. I felt more angry at the length of time he lied to me than the fact that he viewed pornography on a regular basis during that time. I felt so angry at myself that I even had thought he might be doing it and convinced myself otherwise or chose not to believe that he would. I was angry with him for not telling me about it and angry with myself for not noticing more blatant signs and confronting him about it. I told myself that I should have known, as if knowing would have somehow made me feel better. But I wrote up this whole story in my mind that if I had just known earlier, we could have gotten help sooner and fixed this way before then. I came to peace with that eventually, though. I chose to believe that he was supposed to struggle with it for that length of time. He wasn't ready until then, and it came at the perfect time for me. I was able to handle it so well because I had been learning so much through life coaching. There were many thoughts and feelings and I had to decide which ones to keep. None of these negative thoughts I was having were helping me and I knew it in the moment I was having them, but the key to getting through them was to allow them to be there, to allow myself to feel angry, to feel hurt, to feel rejected, betrayed, and alone. I had to allow my body to process those feelings So I had up days and I had down days. Some days I was able to stay neutral and compassionate towards my husband. Other days I wasn't. I was upset, self-conscious, and felt like I wasn't good enough for my husband. How could he go to view other women's bodies when mine was right here? Was mine mediocre? I mean, I knew that my body must not be pretty enough or good enough. I already struggled with my body image a little bit, worrying that I wasn't beautiful enough for him. He reassured me all the time of how beautiful I was, but now I was questioning even that. Was I really beautiful if he was turning to view other women every day? I had to remind myself of the principles I had learned through life coaching. His choice to view pornography came because of a thought and feeling he was experiencing, and it had nothing to do with me. My body and the way that I look have nothing to do with his decisions. He gets to decide, and I realized it was up to me to decide how I wanted to think about myself and my body. These thoughts I was having were not very kind towards myself. I decided I didn't want to believe these hurtful thoughts about myself anymore. So I worked slowly to replace them. I worked to tell myself in the mirror parts of me that I liked. I started opening my brain up to see that I actually was attractive. I knew that when my husband sees my body, he gets turned on, so it must be attractive. Little by little, I started to open my mind up more to the thought that I'm sexy sometimes, and sometimes I'm a mess, and that's okay. I remember us going back and forth between our good days and bad days. As I was going to be training to become a life coach, I coached my husband when he struggled. The next day, I would have all my strong emotions about it. I coached myself nearly every day, and I coached him almost every day as well. We would have discussions as coach and client, and I remember offering thoughts or saying things that as his wife, I disagreed with completely. I had my own thoughts and opinions, but I was able to put my coach hat on for those times and set aside my own feelings and thoughts. And then I would take it off and we would have a good conversation as husband and wife on a deeper level because of where we both got to mentally through these coaching sessions. I had to make some choices as I went through this process, and it's what I would suggest to anyone going through this as well. First, I chose to allow my emotions without reacting to them. I had to truly feel them. Uh, I did a whole podcast episode on how to feel your feelings, so if you're not sure how to do this, go listen to that one. Um, Second, I chose to love and support my husband. I chose to work through these thoughts and feelings with him so that we could come out stronger on the other side. Third, I chose to coach him and myself. I strongly suggest couples coaching or individual coaching for each spouse involved. You need outside help when it comes to such a highly emotional topic as pornography. Fourth, I chose to forgive him. Some people think that forgiveness is hard. I disagree. I think it can be hard for some people because of the thoughts they're choosing to have. However, forgiveness is just a choice. If you truly want to forgive someone, you have to be willing to let go of the hurtful thoughts you are thinking about them. Those thoughts are only poisoning your own mind and heart. Choose to forgive. Work with a coach if you're struggling to do this, and seek God's help as you go through this process. Fifth, I chose to trust him. I had already chosen this, but I had to decide again when I found out that trust was broken. I knew why he did it, and I understood, but I had to decide that mistrust didn't feel all that great. I didn't like feeling fear and worry when my brain would go to wonder if he was going to relapse or not, or if he was going to tell me if he did. I had to redirect my brain. I had to commit to trust him and choose to think that thought over and over again. I trust him. And that's something that I still have to choose every now and then as the thoughts come up again. Now. Part of this trust was that we set up some protocols and rules to help build that trust again. Once we determined when and how he would usually view pornography, we set rules in place to prevent it. For us, one rule was that his phone and iPad were not allowed in the bathroom with him unless I was also in there. It took practice, but he was willing to do it because he truly wanted to repent and build that trust with me again. He left his phone with me or by our bed every single time he used the bathroom. For you, it may be different, but setting some boundaries was definitely useful for us. Finally, I chose to have peace of mind about pornography in general, as well as with regards to my husband. I decided it it just wasn't worth my time to sit there worrying about it or agonizing over what happened in the past. It didn't help me and it didn't help our relationship. Of course, I had to feel it at first. I had to go through the grieving process of what I thought our life was and feel that clean pain for a while. When it moved into dirty pain, the kind of pain that keeps you stuck, I had to decide to be done. I had to decide to no longer think any negative thoughts about pornography and those who use it. I still believe it's a sin, but I choose to have compassion for those who use it. It's taken some time, but... When my brain tries to offer the thought that my husband might be pretending again, that he might have relapsed and I just don't know about it. Well, I choose to ignore that thought. I choose to trust, I choose to love, I choose to believe. Because when I choose love and trust, I become the person I want to be. And that's what matters for me. If you think you could benefit from some personalized help with this or any area of your life, head to binghamcoaching.com to sign up for a free mini session. Thank you all for joining me today and I'll talk to you soon. That's all I have for you today. If you liked what you heard and think you might be interested in getting coached or working with me, or you just want to learn more, you can visit my website at binghamcoaching.com. There you can send me an email with any questions or topics you'd like covered on the podcast. Or if you're ready to take your life to the next level, you can sign up to get coached. Also, I would love it if you would leave me a review and share it with your friends. That way more people like you can find my podcast. And remember, when you choose your thoughts, you choose your life. See you next week.